I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. After a disaster like Hurricane Dorian, there are a myriad of challenges that show up. Some of these challenges are unavoidable and others are avoidable. Some of these are logistical and others are emotional. Truthfully, many did not expect such a disaster. The many who survived the hurricane disasters of 1926, 1929, and 1932, or other similar disasters of those decades, when communities were wiped out, leaving their descendants ignorant of the past. Without Wikipedia, historical records, and books, we would have no idea what took place. But have we learned from the past? One major difference the hurricanes in 1926, 1929, and 1932 has compared to Hurricane Dorian is the scale and scope of the damage. The population today is larger and the infrastructure greater and more advanced. In 1929, there were no telephone lines in each home. There were no hundreds of light poles, cellular and radio towers, radio antennas, satellite dishes, surveillance cameras, air-conditioned houses and hotels, air-conditioned automobiles, sophisticated airports with conveyor belts and lighted runways. There were none of them. I can go on and on. In fact, there were no significant medical facilities either. Today, the infrastructure is more complicated and sophisticated, although much needed. I lived in Crooked Island with my wife and two children in the early 1980s. That time, there was no government electricity. Most had generators and some had windmills. In those days, yeah, in the 1980s, Bahamas Air, like today, only flew to those islands twice a week and the mail boat about twice a month. There were no telephones in our homes, no television or satellite dishes. In fact, there was only one depot for telephones that was 10 miles away at the capital of that town, and hopefully the telephones were working when you go to use it, or you will have to use Morse code. There were no internet or cell phones. One summer, while living on Crooked Island, a cluster of events took place. The mail boat was on dry dock, meaning it was not working, it was getting repaired, for about three months. The nurse was sick in Nassau. The doctor, who resided on another nearby island, was on vacation for about four weeks. Hence, when Bahamas Air's last flight left for the week, we prayed that there will be no disaster. It was emotionally challenging for many, especially those of us who did not grow up on the island. If one would get sick, or if one would sit and think about what to do if there is a serious illness or disaster, one would panic. One could easily experience fear or helplessness. Hence, imagine what the thousands of residents who are actually impacted by the hurricane this time are experiencing today. Many of them are experiencing helplessness, hopelessness, fear, Frustration, anxiety, stress, and doubt, and I can go on and on. There are myriad of stories we're hearing over social media 
and even reading the newspapers about the frustration of many people who were impacted by Hurricane Dorian. And I want to admonish all the listeners today that until every person living in a shelter finds normalcy or is back in a comfortable permanent residence, the anxiety, the frustration, the hopelessness, the helplessness will continue. It is imperative to understand that one person's frustration is that person's reality. Another person's perspective might be different, creating a different frustration. After a disaster like the one we just had, our duty is to respect the rights of people to be frustrated and not to argue if one's frustration is right or wrong. That's frustrating. Yes, those who are frustrated are to seek to be patient and to learn that restoration often takes a long while. Even when there is the best of care and good logistical planning, someone usually gets left out. And we must understand that. That is painfully frustrating. And we must understand that. Our nation today is being tested by the multiple expressions of fear, disbelief, suspicion, anger, anxiety, short temper, moodiness, and irritability. Please remember that these are natural responses after a disaster. I say we are being tested because these responses can either make us or break us as a nation. Let us see this time as an opportunity to unify us and bring out a compassionate spirit that intertwines us into a beautiful woven carpet of peace and prosperity. Sadly, we do know that another response to a national disaster is that of domestic violence, intimate partner abuse, even child abuse. Research indicates that after disaster, intimate partner abuse and child abuse escalates. This is due to the frustration and sometimes the unusual living arrangements of families. Interestingly, research also tells us that pregnancy increases after hurricane. About nine months after the disaster, population will go up more than usual. Some research disputes this. But there are articles about certain institutions who, nine months later, got a boost in delivering of babies. People have nowhere to go, so they spend more time together. So some of these pregnancies can be wanted and others unwanted, creating more frustration. Another challenge after disaster is that of creating harmony in households where there are unexpected residents. Many kind families have taken into their homes other family members or friends whose residents have been severely damaged or lost. Some are trying to balance between being kind and generous with maintaining the traditions and practices of their own home. Unfortunately, some family members can be disrespectful, selfish, and uncaring. They have little respect and lack of understanding that the gift of caring is not a license to do what you want to do. As soon as possible, the homeowners should have a friendly chat with the temporary residents, talk with them about the household standards and practices. If you do not want smoking in your residence, inform them kindly 
respect the right to smoke, give the alternatives. You can say, please do not smoke in the yard also because the smoke comes in the house, but be kind. Guidelines about household duties, expectations, sleep times, curfews can all be discussed. Make sure you are affirmed, respectful, and kind. You might also need to make a little adjustment in your own home yourself for a short while. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. Music